0: We are back. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. And standing by to join us in the last segment of the show is Rachel Carlton Abrams. She's joining us to talk about her latest book, Body Wise. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for calling in. Your book is really right up my alley because... Oh, I'm
1: so glad. Yeah.
0: Let me just tell you quickly why. I'm constantly trying to be in tune to, okay, if I wake up with a headache, what is it? And not jumping for an Advil. Right, And there's so many things you have to pay attention to. So let me start by saying, what led you to, you know, focusing on this topic?
1: I personally have found in my life as a busy mom, working doctor um, and wife and all the other things I'm doing that I have to pay attention to my own body intelligence uh, in order to function optimally. And when I don't, I feel it. You know, we like to say the body starts knocking and then it bangs on the door and then it knocks you over if you don't listen.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And talk up a little bit about... um, you know, what is, a, what is your, uh, you know, your body BQ?
1: So BQ is how we talk about, like we talk about IQ for intelligence. We talk about BQ for body intelligence. And body intelligence, in my opinion, as a primary care doc for the last couple decades, is the base, fundamental basis for health meaning I understand what I need when I need it. I have a sense of what might help me. I can tell when things are not helping me. And I have a sense of who can help me, which is maybe even the most important part.
0: Right. I like how you have uh, this quiz in here. How did you come up with that?
1: I just thought that people needed a way to really grab onto this because when we talk about body intelligence, it sounds like a foreign concept because (laughs) in our culture, we like to pretend that ourselves, our souls, our intelligence are all separated from our bodies and nothing could be further from the truth. Mm -hmm. So the quiz tries to pull people into questions that help them decide, oh, do I need body intelligence? Am I lacking that?
0: Yeah. No, it makes total sense. There's so many factors to pay attention to. I know like certain things trigger me to not feel good, whether it's um, food, you know, gluten, sometimes dairy. And I think when you stop and you kind of break things down, um, and you talk about that in the book, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, I find that when people just literally take one breath, before they put food on their plate or they grab something for lunch, they do a lot better. So it's just that one moment to go, well, what does my body really want right now? You know, if my body were picking my lunch this afternoon, you know, what would it pick to be well-nourished? It's a different question than, you know, what are my taste buds craving at this moment?
0: Exactly. I think it's really important, I stress this a lot, is uh, taking time for yourself. You talk about how you're a mom, I'm a mom. And maybe Mm -hmm. finding a pocket of time for yourself, whether it's a creative interest or it's exercising or whatever it is, uh, because we deal with a lot.
1: Oh, yes. And, you know, I mean, the entire point of this uh, book, Body Wise, is to really help women overcome what I call chronic body depletion, which is this experience of being in a female body uh, with female physiology that is thousands of years old in a society where we have so many demands upon us, and and men as well, uh, Mm -hmm. including media and Twitter, and it's really not compatible with our physiology in a lot of ways. And so we have to be more body intelligent to be able to live today and thrive and I think we can do that in fact I know we can I help my patients do it in my office
0: so tell me about adrenal fatigue some people don't know what that is what are what is it and what are some symptoms
1: So adrenal fatigue happens when you have prolonged stress, either physical or emotional, over a period of time, and your body's ability to produce cortisol is affected. Now, it's not a disease in the Western medicine sense, but it's really poor function, and that poor function leaves people feeling exhausted, low sex drive, low motivation, emotionally kind of flat, um, and it is treatable. That's why I like to actually look for it, because we can use safe things like vitamins, herbs. Certainly things like meditation, uh, you know, reducing stressful life experiences as best we can to help people recover and really get back to their full vitality.
0: Right. And I know you mentioned some key nutrients, too, for fighting stress.
1: Yes, so the B vitamins are absolutely key, and I would say, since I test many uh, men and women, um, particularly in women, uh, B complex is really important for stress, as is vitamin C, and I will always say, although I do use supplements uh, sometimes, that the food you eat is the most important thing, so lots of brightly colored fruits and vegetables is going to get you a long way towards health. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I, my daughter's a vegetarian, as am I, and I can tell, like, if she's feeling a little tired, weak, her hands are cold. I'm like, up, oh, you know, let's get some protein, iron in you, things like that. Yeah, And diet. Agreed. Is, yeah, it's so important to constantly be focused on all on yourself, perhaps if you have kids, um, because you know it affects everything.
1: It absolutely does, and I'm raising a couple of vegetarian daughters as well. Oh. So, you know, I will say I do think about that, and especially for women who are menstruating, mm-hmm. we have to think about protein and iron needs. And these things make a big difference, you know, things like and there are simple things such as anemia or adrenal fatigue um, that yeah. cause ongoing fatigue symptoms and can be remedied.
0: Right. Isn't that interesting? So how long have your daughters been vegetarians? Their whole life. Their whole life. Are you a vegetarian? No pressure. I'm a well, and
1: I should clarify. I'm a fishitarian, okay. as are they, though they're more vegetarian than fishitarian. But I, I've been doing that since I was 16.
0: A fishitarian. I love that. <laughs> I've, I've heard people say pescatarian, fishitarian. It's cute. Yeah. Do they like to cook? Because I know sometimes for kids, it's a good thing to get them in the kitchen, especially if you know if they're selective about what, what they eat.
1: Yeah, my daughters love to cook, and, uh, you know, they're actually, I'm a pretty good cook. They're actually better than I am, and oh. I love getting kids in the kitchen, because oh, yeah. if they grow their food or they cook their own food, it's a lot easier to get them to make choices yeah. that are good for their body, because they get excited about picking the tomatoes or yes. harvesting the greens or whatever's in the garden.
0: Yes. I love how you talk about there are certain medications that can cause fatigue. Do you want to uh, talk about that a little?
1: And that can cause, I'm sorry, I just missed, that can cause what? Fatigue. Fatigue, Yes. Yeah. So... I have a whole huge list of them um, because there are so many. I mean, many of the antidepressants, the blood pressure medications, um, all of the sleep medications, the anti-anxiety medications can cause fatigue, certainly all the cancer treatment uh, medications. Um, And it doesn't mean that if you're taking any of those that that's causing fatigue in you. It doesn't cause fatigue in everyone. But this is where body intelligence comes in. You know, you really need to ask yourself, wow, you know, I take my medication every morning and I'm really tired exactly at 10 a.m., you know, does that mean that what I'm taking in the morning is making me tired? Well, it's possible, you know, and maybe you can switch to a different medication, maybe you can get off medication, or maybe you can switch it to nighttime, but it's that kind of body sensitivity that allows people to really optimize their wellness.
0: I remember taking a lot of cold medicine. I always had sinus infections when I was younger. And like NyQuil, I thought I would have like a NyQuil hangover. <laughs> wasn't- yeah,
1: well, that's because NyQuil is a combination of
0: alcohol, a oh, lot of it, okay. um, and
1: Benadryl, which is an antihistamine, very sedating. So it makes people very tired. In fact, that's what's in Advil PM and Tylenol PM. And we've just found causes Alzheimer's <gasps> with chronic use.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's awful. No it is
1: awful, and I just want to say, as a physician, I'm really happy to have medications when I need them. I absolutely use them, but people need to be aware that medications, their side effects and their interactions is the third leading cause of death in the United States. Mm. So don't think that just because it's over-the-counter, you know, it's perfectly safe for you. There are side effects with every medication, and again, sometimes I'm trying to talk people into medication in my office, but, mm. but in general, the fewer medications you're on, whether over-the-counter or by prescription, the better you're going to do. And there are so many natural alternatives to feel well, to lower your blood pressure, to lower your cholesterol, to handle your blood sugar. And when we do those things, we actually reverse the disease. We treat the root cause rather than just the symptoms.
0: Yes. Well, I think as I was mentioning earlier, like this weekend, I woke up with a headache. I couldn't figure it out. I think I slept funny or something. And I just did some yoga stretches and a couple of down dogs and I felt it was gone.
1: Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is. <laughs> the, the body speaks so clearly. Much of the time, it's just that we're often not listening. Right. I have patients who have, I had a woman who had gallbladder disease, and she only had pain after getting off the phone with her mother, right? <laughs> so, yeah, she had gallbladder disease. That's true. It's a medical fact. Yeah. But she only, her body was trying to tell her something about boundaries in her relationship with her mom. Yes. Um, and when she listened, her pain went away.
0: Makes sense. Makes total sense. Yeah. Um, I get, sometimes, you know, I hear stories like when people get stressed, they overeat. I undereat. I I just, something about stress, you know, and you have to be conscious of that. Like, what are your triggers?
1: Absolutely. So I have a number of patients in my office that undereat when they're stressed, and we all... Have different habits and in the United States where we're all trained that every uncomfortable symptom we have whether it's pain or it's anxiety or it's depression that we can treat it by taking something mm-hmm. whether it's food or a pill right. um, that w- that will make our symptoms go away and it's an addictive way of living and it's very very bad for our bodies so being body wise or having body intelligence allows you to go, oh, I'm having this feeling inside. What does that feeling mean to me? Is that any, Am I hungry? Is that belly pain that I'm hungry? Is that belly pain that I'm nervous or anxious? And what can I actually do about what's going on? Again, the root issue, not just covering up the symptoms. Because if you're anxious and you've got tightness in your belly, taking a bunch of pepto is not going to help. Right. right, We need to figure out how to help you deep breathe or calm down or find solutions in your life yeah. that help you be more comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. I do this thing where I go for a long walk in the morning and I'll listen to music that I love, whether it's rock, indie, or maybe it's something, you know, just mellow music, but it works. Yeah,
1: that is beautiful, and yeah. I hope everybody hears that because I think small things like that make a huge, huge difference in life because your body is learning how to be relaxed every morning because you're in nature, and nature itself is enormously healing, and actually exposure to nature decreases almost all chronic diseases because it's what we're made for, right? And then listening to music you love is healing. Music is healing. Um, So everyone has to figure out what it is for them that allows them to drop into that state of what I call adrenal rest. You know, that state that allows our body to just be and be happy. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, you know, we learn to do it in the rest of our day.
0: Yeah. So we have to wrap up, unfortunately. I'd love to have you back on some other time, but where can people find out more about you? What's your website?
1: I'm at drrachel.com, and that's spelled out, D-O-C-T-O-R, Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, .com.
0: Perfect. And uh, you on Facebook or Twitter?
1: And I'm also on Facebook at Dr. Rachel Abrams.
0: All right. I This book is great. Thank you so much. I'm really enjoying it body-wise. Uh, Dr. Rachel Carlton Abrams, thanks so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. If you missed any part of this segment with Dr. Dr. Rachel Abrams, uh, it will be up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Well, that's a wrap for this week's Get the Funk Out Show. Sheldon Abbott is... Standing by to take over here. Uh, if you want to find out about being a guest Just send me an email to Janine J-A-N-E-A-N-E at KUCI dot org. and if you didn't email me during the show for the tickets to the She Rocks Awards coming up Friday, January 20th You can send me an email again. That's J-A-N-E-A-N-E At KUCI.org. Have a great week everybody and I'll be back next week